Do you have an employee with management potential, but you aren't quite sure how to help them in the transition? NRHA's Foundations of Leadership program takes new managers through six key areas of leadership development to make sure they are confident and ready for their new position. Best of all, the program is done completely online, giving your new manager flexibility to complete the course while diving into their new responsibilities. To learn more about this program, just go to nrha.org F-O-L. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dan Trottencheck with the Taking Care of Business podcast. And if you've been listening to the podcast uh, over the last several weeks, you'll know that one of the things that we have been doing, in addition to some of the other uh, guests that we've had on, is we have been focusing on interviewing some of the winners of NRHA's uh, Young Retailer of the Year Awards program. And I, I certainly hope you enjoyed that. It's been fun for me to get to talk to and, and learn the stories more in depth of all these really dynamic um, young leaders in the industry. Um, and I think anybody who's been around NRHA or who has read about or attended this program in the past, almost everybody that does says the same thing, that this is kind of one of the feel-good events of the year. And, you know, on a normal year, we get everybody together and it's usually out in Vegas the night before the official opening of the National Hardware Show. And we bring the young retailers, the award winners together and their families, and we show videos about them and talk about the awards. And, and it's, it's a really kind of uplifting program. And it really shows you um, how many energetic, bright, thoughtful young leaders that we have that year after year after year enter uh, this industry and really lead the industry um, for for the uh, next several years and well into the future uh, with their ideas and just the uh, just the energy that they bring to their operations. Um, and now that we have through this program, we have talked to all this year's awards winners. Um, so we thought uh, with the program, the actual Young Retail of the Year program being a little bit different this year, we wanted to bring on Scott Wright, who is the executive director of NRHA's Retail Leadership Institute and the Young Retail of the Year uh, award program falls under the Retail Leadership Institute. We thought we'd bring Scott Wright onto the uh, Taking Care of Business program to talk a little bit about how this year's program is different, the, the, the relevance and importance of the Young Retail of the Year program, and share a little bit uh, of his thoughts about the program and about this year's winners. Scott Wright, welcome to the program. Hey, Dan, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, I know this segment is going to uh, air on, on the actual day of our awards program, which is uh, going to be August 31st. So coming up this next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. So I wanted to get that out there first. Um, but yeah, Dan, as you mentioned, this is uh, this is the first time in 24 years that it's it's going to be different, and uh, um, obviously it's been a, a crazy, strange year in so many respects. But really, for the first time in, in 24 years, um, you know, we weren't able to hold it live and in person due to right. COVID-19. And uh, you know, I think we can both agree that th there's nothing like being in Las Vegas and having the honorees all up on stage in the spotlight and seeing their energy and their emotion and enthusiasm in, in their moment of honor. You know, I, although I'm, I'm confident that tonight's ceremony uh, is going to be fantastic and, and everyone will still get to see what we see each year. 
And uh, that is that we have such an incredible group right. of young entrepreneurs in our industry who, you know, despite all the challenges that this year has brought, uh, continue to propel our industry forward into the future. And that's always been the key takeaway for, yeah. for each year of this program. And, and I'm confident that it'll, it'll be the key takeaway for me and everyone else tonight when we get to hear from our six incredible honorees. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, when, when, when we kind of saw the writing on the wall that, that a live uh, program wasn't going to be in the, in the, uh, in the doing for this year, uh, we wanted to make sure that we didn't in any way diminish the honor for, for the recipients. So that's why, you know, we decided to host this uh, virtual program, which again is taking place this evening. And, and we'll talk a little bit later about how, how you could register to attend that or, or certainly watch it uh, and, and learn more about these uh, uh, winners. But we, we also wanted to make sure that, that we kind of went, went the other direction. And if anything, tried to provide you guys more insights and more information that's, you know, doing the podcast, we'll be doing articles in Hardware Retailing Magazine about each one of them. And, and while you do miss out on that face-to-face kind of vibe and the emotion from the stage that you get, um, I think we're also going to be still, you know, telling these stories with a certain degree of depth. Um, that people can really understand why these individuals were selected. And, and uh, again, while people will be watching from their uh, living rooms or bedrooms or dens or backyards or whatever, um, they'll still be able to get the essence of why this program is so important. And, and Scott, I, I know as I've been doing these interviews, one of the things that I always mention, and, and I want to give you the opportunity to talk about it for a little bit here, is that this program, be it live or be it virtual, um, would not be possible without the support of the industry uh, uh, organizations that step forward to sponsor this program. And, and as I've said throughout the series of interviews with the retailers is these companies that sponsor this program, it's not just about slapping a logo on, on a ad in a magazine or on a brochure or a program that we hand out during the evening events all of these companies are, are really invested in, in this concept of celebrating the young leaders in the industry. So Scott, why don't we get your impressions on that? And why don't you start by letting us all know uh, again, who this year's sponsors were? Yeah, absolutely. And I'd, I'd like to start this by saying how flexible they were when we, when we uh, first realized that we were going to have to um, uh, go to this virtual format, um, just, how, how uh, willing they were to help out in any way possible to make this a world-class event that, that it, it is. And uh, so l- listing them, and you'll hear from them tonight uh, during the presentation as uh, they will be introducing this year's honorees. And uh, starting down the list from Fluid Master, we have Greg Galen. From Intertate Polymer Group, Dave Lewis. From Midwest Fastener, Glenn Gavart. From Aero Fastener, Gary DeBoff. From MyTech, Mike Nelson. From Pony Jorgensen, Bill Sokol. And from Epicor, T.C. Murray. I I just want to send out a huge thank you. Um, Again, you're going to hear from them tonight. Uh, They all uh, were excited about uh, creating the video interviews or the video uh, 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 introductions for honorees. And they're also going to talk about um, why they support the independent channel and just how meaningful this channel is to them. So 
Um, again, I, and I encourage everybody listening uh, to this podcast, and I'll say it again tonight, um, please support these uh, companies. They're the ones supporting uh, the independent uh, segment of our industry. And, you know, we couldn't do it without their support and their sponsorship dollars. Well, all right. And, and I think it's, you know, again, something that I've tried to drive home, hammer home, if you will, to use a hardware analogy, but um, uh, is that, you know, I hear uh, independent retailers talk all the time about, you know, if you're going to support uh, if you're a consumer and you're going to make a purchase of hardware and home improvement products, why wouldn't you patronize the store that invests back in your community? And that's your independent retailer over the national chain. And I just put that out there to the retailers. The same thing about these sponsors is if you're going to do business with a company, why wouldn't you choose to do business with a company that is supporting your industry and your community of other independent retailers? So we'll, we'll leave it with that. And we'll transition on to talking about some of uh, the, the winners this year. And I, I always think it's interesting, Scott, we've been, NRHA has been doing this program for 24 years. This is my 24th year at NRHA. And Scott, you've been here, I think, 26 years. This will be your 26th year. Yeah. 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 So, so we've been able to kind of see this program from its beginnings through right now. And, and I think it's interesting when we see the nominees that come in and we see the individuals that are selected to be winners, two things strike me. And one of them is that the skill sets and kind of the um, uh, the cross section of individuals that are selected, they all have kind of these unique stories to tell. Um, and it's always so interesting to hear those stories because it's kind of representative of the independent retail community at large is that, you know, this year we have, you know, we have individuals that have uh, come from outside the family to join a business. We have individuals that's families have bought into old, old businesses. And, and we have individuals who are, are, have left careers in corporate America to come into this industry. And it's just such an interesting thing to see this kind of diversity and backgrounds that are represented. Do, do you, do you kind of recognize that as well? Yeah, absolutely. There's always common themes each each year and from year to year. And uh, um, like you you stated, this this year some of the themes are just so powerful for our industry. You know, uh, I think of uh, Katie Damaris uh, and her husband, who uh, you know left corporate jobs and returned to small town America to open a, a, a hardware store and in uh, in their hometown and same thing for weston jacobs opening one of the oldest stores in the state of texas or purchasing that with his right. family um but yeah again um there's sons and daughters who are taking over the reins of the business so i think it's it's uh you, you look back over the the course of 24 years and the nearly 200 people that uh, have received this honor, and you know you could write a case study on uh, succession planning gone well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it's always been just so rewarding to to look back at the program. You know, since its beginnings, and I mean, we are still. What's so cool about this, Dan, is we are are still in contact with some of those uh, right. men and women who were honored. You know, 20, twenty, even twenty four years ago, and and uh, you know, I think a, a great um, a, example of of uh, following some of their careers that you and I have enjoyed doing uh, over the years is, is our NRHA board of directors. Right. Oh, yeah. For the past 15 years, I think we've had seven former young retailer of the year honorees 
uh, who, who have served on our board. I think we currently have four who are serving on their board, uh, on our board, and the, the energy and excitement that they bring is, is, has always been infectious. So, um, well, and you know, the way I've characterized that too is, is that this award for a lot of these retailers is, is their first kind of step outside of their own kind of store and market into the industry from a broader sense and, and how encouraging and what a, what a great um, kind of uh, non-tangible, I guess, benefit um, for for being recognized this award is that it really opens the door to, to these winners to the rest of the industry. And you see so many that have gotten involved with our board of directors, but haven't gotten in further involved with their their co-op or distributor board of directors. And, and, and it's always these young retailers that you see attending industry events and taking notes. And, 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 and I don't know if that's kind of a chicken and egg thing, if they were, if they were the kind of folks that were kind of predisposed to do that stuff before they won the award, or maybe that's why they won the award, or if the, this kind of ushered them into it. But you really do see the next generation of kind of thought leaders amongst the nominees and the winners for these awards. And that's a super, um, you, you know, really important thing is to be fostering not just the next generation of leaders in their business, but beyond that, the people that are going to contribute to the industry. Yeah, I totally agree. And and back to your chicken and egg question, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I, I just think it's a great example of of how forward-thinking and service-minded uh, so many of these young men and women are who we honor each year. And uh, tonight, you'll everyone will hear how they're leaders in their communities uh, and just how engaged they are at the local level. But as you alluded to, what we see so many times is they get an opportunity through this program to see the bigger industry and how there are 35,000 independent home improvement right. retailers flying all different banners who are just like them you know, who have the same challenges and opportunities to succeed. And, and so many of them want to be engaged with this great industry in an ongoing way after they're honored through this program. So uh, we've seen it uh, year after year. They want to make a difference. You're right. They're the ones who attend uh, uh, the industry events. Uh, that we host in our retail management certification program. We've seen uh, so many young retailer honorees come through that program. So uh, these are, I think it's the cloth from which they're cut. This is, yeah. uh, they want to be involved. They want to make a difference. And uh, it is really a, a snapshot into the future of our industry. And I've always said, followed that by saying, and the future looks very bright. Well, it, what's even maybe more amazing to me, Scott, is looking at the folks like the ones that are on our board and, and have served on our board and to think that they were actually young retailers at one point in time. So I, I look at guys like, you know, TJ Comstock and, and, and Adam Busher and guys like that and think, wow, they were young enough for this award once? Oh, hard <laughs> to believe. And like you and I were that young once, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, these wide-eyed new guys in the industry, one point, yeah. But uh, well, listen, why don't, why don't we take a moment now and maybe you can tell people um, how, they can, uh, how they can watch the program. Uh, and how they can see this year's virtual Young Retailer of the Year Awards. Yes, uh, um, we have that information up on nrha.org. Uh, there is a link to a platform that will be uh, 
uh, hosting this, this virtual event from called Big Marker. And all you have to do is, is register and uh, you'll receive the, the link uh, for the event, like I said, that starts at 6 p.m. tonight. So just, uh, just follow the steps on nrha.org and you'll be able to, uh, to watch this firsthand. Um, as you said, uh, though, you know, throughout the year, we've, uh, we featured all of these folks on the podcasts, uh, the Taking Care of Business podcast. So you can go back and watch all of those episodes if you haven't seen those yet. Sure. And in uh, next month's issue of Hardware Retailing Magazine, we'll be featuring this group. So we've really spent the entire year highlighting <laughs> them. Uh, you know, with the delays and, and uh, um, you know, trying to figure out if this was going to be a live event. But uh, we certainly encourage everyone to watch the event tonight. It will be recorded as well. So you can watch uh, the recording of it. Um, and uh, I think everyone who does will be extremely inspired by listening to the stories of these six great individuals. All right, Scott, we're going to do the speed round right now. Oh boy, okay. And what I'm going to do is we're going to blow through these uh six winners this year. And I just want you to tell me one or two quick facts about each one of them that, that, that is kind of impressive to you and that, that kind of maybe encapsulates their story. So are, are you ready for that, Scott? All right. Speed round, huh? Yeah. Let's... <laughs> there are, uh, there, please note, there are no prizes. So <laughs> oh, 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 come on. Um, first, tell us a little bit about, we're going to talk about some of the uh, retailers in the under 2 million category that won this year. First off is Katie Damaris. Scott, tell us a little bit about Katie. Yeah, uh, Katie's who I, one of the two I mentioned earlier. Just a fantastic story of, of leaving a career in corporate America to return to a more simple life in, in a small hometown. Uh, you know, after a visit to see her and her husband, Tyler's family in St. Ansgar, Iowa, they, they uh, saw that the local hardware store was for sale, and that set in motion uh, just where they're at today. And what the is rest this? is history. <laughs> um, let's see. What about Weston Jacobs? Okay, uh, yeah, owner of Weekly Watson Hardware in Brownswood, Texas. Brownwood, Texas. Excuse me. Um, yeah, this, and I mentioned this earlier too. He and his parents purchased what was one of the oldest hardware stores in Texas. Uh, you know, this store had been in another family since 1876, uh, but the fifth generation uh, didn't want to take over the ownership of that business. And uh, it was slated to close until uh, Weston and his folks decided that uh, that was an opportunity worth the risk. You know, I said this on my interview with Weston, when you talk about the oldest hardware store in some place, the oldest hardware store in Texas, that carries a connotation with it that uh, that you don't carry lightly. I mean, that's not oh, like uh, it was the Alamo or something, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. They were selling, uh, selling shovels to folks over at the Alamo. Uh, let's see. Let's move on to the over two million winners and, and tell us a little bit about Sam Olson, who's up in Buffalo, South Dakota. Steve Sam, awesome. He came through our retail management certification program several years ago, and his classmates were just befuddled by the fact that he came from a town, uh, Buffalo, South Dakota, population 350. Uh, 350,000, Scott? 350 lives. Yeah. Wow. So, so yeah, he worked with his parents to purchase the store in 2014, and at the age of 24, which you and I had a little fun with in some of the uh, marketing <laughs> yeah. program. 
Uh, he was studying entrepreneurship uh, in college at the time uh, and was negotiating the store acquisition. So now he's off and running. And I think before the, the uh, decades out, he'll own the entire town. <laughs> he's building his own little uh, his own little uh, <laughs> city state up there. Um, so th- for the next one, we're going to multi-store winners, and we're going north of the border to oh. Ryan Buck, who's uh, who's got some stores up in the in Nova Scotia. Yeah, Ryan uh, he owns Buck Buck's Home Building Center and New Germany Home Hardware Building Center in Bridgewater and New Germany, Nova Scotia. Uh, he began, like so many uh, of our honorees in the past, he began working in the family business when he was a kid. Uh, at that point in time, it was only a, a 5,000 square foot lumber yard. Um, but then after returning home from college, uh, the opportunity presented itself um, that he stepped into the installed sales department. He grew that exponentially. And then at the start of, uh, of last year, 2019, he and his wife, Julie, purchased the business from his parents. And uh, then four months later, they purchased the second location. So <laughs> yeah. off and running, he is. Uh, well, and, and our next multi-store winner is Matthew Holmes, uh, and he's down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So our thoughts are certainly with him today as we're recording this podcast as, as uh, they're facing some rough weather coming ashore down in uh, uh, Louisiana right now. But tell us a little bit about Matthew. Yeah, Matthew's a, a, a great example of business continuity done right. Um, he's the fourth generation owner of Holmes Building Materials in Baton Rouge. And, uh, you know, like like Ryan probably did, he got to store, start uh, sweeping floors, stocking shelves, right. family business. Um, but then his dad always wanted him to work outside of the family business to get more exposure to other industries uh, and other business practices. Um, and so that's what he did. But then he came back and returned to the business as an outside salesperson and then uh, just Uh, took the business to new heights, Uh, you know, spearheaded the launch of several showrooms that they now have, um, you know, adding nearly $20 million to the top line of the company. Um, You know, uh, just one of those great stories again, and we'll talk about this in a minute, that that listening to these stories, you don't have to be another young retailer to get something out of, I mean, learning about that continuity and succession and so on is, is really important. And, and, and our last uh, winner this year also comes from the multi-store category. And he's one of these guys that is probably a perfect example of of what we're talking about earlier. Someone who, who, you know, the chicken and egg thing is, is this guy was involved in a lot of industry stuff before he won the award. Uh, But we're talking about our good friend, Cody Gepner, who's, who's, who's really been kind of, uh, you know, involved in NRHA related stuff for a while. And that's where I think you guys kind of first uh, came in contact with one another. Yeah, absolutely. I met Cody uh, back in 2017. He came through our retail management certification program. Um, And at that point in time, he had just returned to the family business in Southern Indiana that his mom was a co-owner of. Um, And, and so right after he uh, graduated from the program, um, that family business closed. And so uh, very, very sad affair for the entire family and uh, really for, for me personally to see him go through this and the, the enthusiasm that he had to, to uh, but there were factors beyond his control. So uh, about six months later, um, he ended up uh, going out to meet with um, the company of a, of a friend of his in the class, Blyle Co-op. They have yeah. five locations out in Washington State. 
And, um, uh, you know, I wasn't sure if Cody was going to stay in this industry, but uh, Blyle offered him a job and now he is off and running. He's uh, he's he's really um, he's a store manager, one of the five stores, but he's really bringing uh, retail best practices that he learned through in our HA and our retail management school and all of the networking he did uh, while he was has been involved with NRHA to Blyle. And they're taking that business to the next level. So I'm so happy to see that Cody's one of our honorees tonight. Yeah. And, and, and when you listen to Cody's story and kind of get that, he's one of these guys that you can draw energy from because he's really excited about what he's doing and the industry. And, and that kind of leads me to what I was saying earlier is, you know, if, if you're just a regular listener of the program, or maybe you're not even a retailer, maybe you're one of the manufacturers or distributors who listens in. Yeah, you, you know, I might ask Scott, what are the re? Why would I want to tune in and and, and watch the Young Retailer of the Year awards or, or or learn, you know, kind of about these winners? And, and I think that kind of thing about you know whether it's Cody's energy or hearing the stories of succession or things like that. There's a lot that anybody could get really from from tuning into this program. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. You know, not only is it such an inspiring uh, program to hear their stories, but I've always said it's it's really uh, provides almost a blueprint on how to structure a successful career in, in our industry. And, you know, we, we uh, um, evaluate each of the nominees in, in three different areas. Um, and, uh, and those three areas are their community service, their hardware education, uh, uh, ongoing education, and the high points of their careers at such an early stage of their career. Careers. Keep in mind, these these uh, folks are all 35 years and younger. Right. Um, so, you know, I encourage everyone to watch the videos of this year's honorees on NRHA.org. Obviously, watch the program tonight. Read their stories in Hardware Retailing Magazine, um, and, and do it with for all the retailers out there listening. Uh, do it with some of the young folks in your organization. Uh, not only will it inspire them to want to reach new heights, but again, like I said, uh, it, it's almost a blueprint on on how to have a successful career in this industry. Yeah, no, a, a great point. And, and, you know, Scott, there's a reason that NRHA has been, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to say it was, uh, you know, when you came in, you started this program, but, but uh, you know, NRHA made the decision nearly a quarter century ago uh, to start this program for a reason. And, and, you know, all of those things that we just talked about, inspiring other retailers, shining a spotlight on the next generation of leadership, building kind of that, you know, bench for the industry of new leaders. So, so how do you see, like I said, almost a quarter century later that this kind of program, does it still fit pretty well in with NRHA's mission and what they want to accomplish, what they oh, slash we want to accomplish? Absolutely, it does. I think it uh, goes a long way to fulfilling our mission um, in, in a unique way. And I think, you know, in, in talking about uh, our mission, we often talk about the three pillars of success um, and how we serve this industry. And that's to educate, advocate, and associate. And, uh, um, you know, I, I think looking at this program uh, is one of the key ways that we deliver on all three of those. You know, for example, uh, when we look at the educate uh, piece of it, you know, this is one of three areas, like I talked about, that, that we uh, grade the nominees on each year, um, you know, their ongoing hardware education. Uh, but it, like I just said, in addition to that, I think 
modeling these young retailers, uh, you know, learning from what they've done to be so successful at such an early stage in, in their careers. That's an education that any young person out there wanting to make this their career. Um, you know, we talk about advocate. Um, and I think that, again, this program fulfills that. Uh, I think you and I can both attest that throughout our, our careers from time to time, we receive that call from the consumer press wanting us to comment on the fact that maybe a local hardware store, a local mom and pop went out of business. So that must be happening throughout the industry, right? <laughs> we still get and those calls, yeah. We still get those calls. And so then we spend the next 20 minutes uh, giving them the facts of, of how that is not the case and that this is a, a growing, thriving industry. So I, I think one of the greatest benefits of this program is it shows everyone in our industry and even those outside of our industry that there are many, many examples of retailers who are thriving and growing and opening new stores and businesses and taking over a family business to represent, you know, the third, fourth, or even fifth generation of ownership of that business. So um, I've always thought that this program might be one of the best ways that NRHA advocates for the strength and vitality of our industry. And then, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, you know, a lot of people think when, when you talk about advocacy in an association that the only form of advocacy you take is at the legislative front. But quite honestly, you know, NRHA kind of stuck its flag in the ground uh, about a decade ago and said, listen, we, we got to advocate in a grassroots level. And that's showing the industry, showing consumers, showing uh you know, other retailers, why independent retailing is so important and, and why these kind of things are, are, are a big deal for the industry. And I still, you know, and I, I, I think you would agree that that is probably more effective than spending time sitting in a room with a lobbyist who's just going to tell you how to spend more money. Um, and, uh, and, and I think I would agree wholeheartedly with you, Scott. This is, this is one of those programs that I think really lives up to that kind of advocating for the industry and advocating for the next generation of leaders in a lot of different ways. Absolutely. And I, you know, that last pillar that I want to mention is, is to associate. Um, and I think this program is, does that in a couple of different ways. One, it brings the entire industry together to support this next generation of leaders uh, from the manufacturing community and, and our program sponsors who we mentioned earlier, uh, to the wholesalers and co-ops who many times nominate these retailers uh, uh, for this award and honor. Um, and then to the, the retailers uh, you know, themselves. And, and when we see, uh, it happens every year, we see the group get together and start to uh, exchange, you know, their their uh, phone numbers and, and uh, email addresses, and and um, and then by the the time the program's over, they're texting each other and and uh, sharing photos, and and then that goes on and on, where they then you know can pick up the phone and call each other when they have a question or they want to share a success story, and uh, you know this all happens again regardless of their affiliation. Uh, once they get to know each other, they quickly understand uh, that, you know, they're all independent entrepreneurs, first and foremost. Um, uh, you know, they, they all represent different banners, and those are great banners in our industry. Um, but, um, you know, they, they, it doesn't matter who they buy from or where they're located in the country or what type of store uh, they operate. Um, you know, they want to get together and associate, and there's no other industry organization like NRHA to, to bring them together. That's, that's in my in my opinion, probably the key pillar 
Um, and, and the reason that trade associations like NRHA exist, and that's to associate, to bring retailers together, to share ideas, best practices, and to learn together and, and from each other. Well, and it's so interesting to see when you point to that, one, one of the, um, again, non-tangible benefits that, that the award winners get is they're instantly part of this community of former Young Retailer of the Year award winners. And you said there's over 200 of those. And, and each class um, of winners every year kind of builds their own little kind of network that they're able to rely on each other now for information, for, uh, you know, exchanging ideas, just bouncing things off of each other. And that's not like a plaque you can hang on your wall or something. That's something that's going to help you for the rest of your business career. Um, and, and like you said, it's really at the heart of what an association uh, should be all about. It, there's a huge value to it. And I, I mean, we would talk to our board members who we were joking about earlier, not being so young retailer of the year honor. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they can tell you who they went through the program with and who they're still in contact with. And it's amazing that those those are strong bonds that uh, are really never broken. All right. Well, well, Scott, you've made you've made a compelling case for tuning in to to watch the Young Retailer of the Year Awards uh, this evening. Um, I, I may even do it myself. <laughs> um, but uh, but but one last time, I want to point out that it, it's it's really easy. Just go to NRHA.org and there's a big banner on the front of our website right now that will walk you through the steps to register for this. It is no cost to register for the program. And again, it, it, it's easy to do. And if you're looking to hear some interesting, entertaining stories, see some pictures of some really well-run operations and, and, and get inspired by, you know, what these other retailers are doing at such a young age, some of that may, may motivate you to kind of get busy on your own operation as well. Um, you, you know, it, it, it's a great uh, time well spent. Uh, so again, if you're interested in this, go to nrha.org and register and, and you can, you could learn a lot. You could be inspired. Uh, it's, it's definitely better than watching those reruns, uh, Gomer pile or, or whatever you might be watching tonight. Uh, take, take that hour or so and w watch the awards program. Uh, it, it uh, it'll be a big benefit to you, uh, emotionally coming out of COVID to hear some, to hear some good stories about success and stories that can be inspirational, but also motivational. Uh, Scott, thanks for coming on the program today. And uh, oh, and again, lastly, it's 6 p.m. Eastern time tonight uh, is, is when it, uh, the program is going live. Uh, so it should give you uh, time wherever you are to tune into that. So 6 p.m. Eastern tonight, easy to register for it. And we hope to see you there. Scott, uh, people will see more of you and me tonight if they tune into the program. I don't know if that's a selling point. Or I don't not, know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, but thanks for coming on the program and talking a little bit more about it today. Thanks for having me on. I just wanted to make sure everybody listening knows that if you're an independent home improvement retailer in the United States or Canada, you're already a member of the North American Retail Hardware Association. And so that means if you're a hardware store, home center, or lumberyard, and you're independently owned, you're already a member of NRHA. 
And the NRHA has been in existence since 1900 and serves its members in a variety of ways, from Hardware Retailing Magazine and our two podcast series to exclusive research and events, the association is here to help you become better and more profitable business owners. So we encourage you to make sure you take advantage of the services that are available to you that can help you better compete. To learn more about what NRHA does for you, make sure you visit us at www.nrha.org. Thank you.